What's up, guys? Evolutionary.org podcast coming your way. Steve Smee here. As always, I have Rick in the house. How you doing, hey, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? So, guys, Super Bowl is coming up, but we got a special one for you. And this one, we have another compound. And this is one of the most popular steroids of all time, Winstrol. And uh, Winstrol, it's the synthetic anabolic DHT derivative. And it's called Stanozolol, and it is actually available in oral form as Winstrol, and it's also an injectable form called Winstrol Depot. So most of us in the bodybuilding community, we just call it, if you talk to guys in the gym, you talk to guys on forum, they love to call it Winnie, like Winnie the Pooh. And uh, Winnie, W-I-N-N-Y, not like, it's not pronounced, it's not spelled like Winnie the Pooh. And that's what they call it. And it's a lot of guys really, really, they get self-defensive about Winstrol. They absolutely love it. And then other guys, like on my side of the aisle, we absolutely hate it. We hate Winstrol. So to, in this episode, guys, we're going to talk about all about Winstrol. We're going to tell you all about it, the pros, the cons, how we feel about it, and how it may be a good option for you, or it could be a really, really bad option for you. But before we do, let's talk about history. So I'm going to bring in Rick. He's our history expert, and he's going to talk about Winstrol's history because it's a really fascinating steroid. Yeah, well, Winstrol, just like all of the other steroids we've discussed, was created around that same golden era. It was put on the market in 1962 by Winthrop under the name Winstrol which is what, why we call uh, Stan Solo, that's what we call it, Winstrol. Stan Solo, which uh, reads almost like Stanzo LOL, <laughs> but uh, funny enough. Uh, so Winstrol, uh, it's been around since then, another one of those steroids that was prescribed to people with wasting disease, uh, people coming back from maybe a severe weight loss due to uh, sickness or many other reasons. Uh, eventually, Winstrol just... Uh, fell out of favor over other better medications. And Winstrol was uh, front and center at the scandal uh, during the Olympics, which uh, many of us consider as the tipping moment that criminalized steroids. Uh, ben Johnson was stripped of his gold medal in the 100-meter sprint uh, in the 1988 Summer Olympics for testing positive for uh, Stan Zolo. Um, so Ben Johnson beat... Uh, America's Carl Lewis, uh, Carl Lewis for the medal. And, and so there was a big backlash. Joe Biden was at the head of, of that whole thing. And steroids went from being prescription drugs to becoming illegal. And, um, you know, Winstrow was, uh, I think, the tipping point, what really pushed it over the edge for everybody. And many athletes have tested positive for Winstrow. Uh, Rafael Palmeiro uh, was suspended for 10 days. Uh, so according to the New York Times, uh, he was uh, he was detected. Uh, Stanzola was detected in his system. Barry Bonds was also accused in in the Game of Shadows book of you, having used uh, Winstrol. Uh, Roger Clemens, um, also uh, some horses in horse racing. Uh, Big Brown, the Triple Crown winner, also uh, Winstrol in his system. Tim Sylvia, uh, the mixed martial artist, also tested positive. For Winstrol, and the list just goes on and on and on. Uh, just a ton of guys uh, across many different sports all tested positive uh, for for Winstrol, and um, 
that's it, man. Just a little brief history on it. All right, guys. So intro is very interesting and a lot of guys get confused about this, but it's, it's an oral or it's also a water solution suspension. So it, it can come in, I've seen it come in amps. I've seen it come in vials as a, as an, a liquid form. And I also seen it come in tablets or even capsules as an oral. So you can e do either. Um, with the liquid form, you can actually either inject it, which is a very, very painful injection, or it's typically a painful injection. I know in my experience, uh, I will never inject that shit again. Or you can actually drink it. Um, and the, the cool thing about Winstrol is it doesn't get destroyed by the liver um, because it is liver toxic. It is a 17-alpha alkylated compound. So by drinking it or injecting it, it's still going to be liver toxic and it's not going to be broken down by the liver like some other oral steroids out there. Um, so, you know, basically um, there's also the third type of Winstrol besides the water-based suspension. There's also an oil-based Winstrol as well. So, um, you know, these are underground labs that are producing it, but that's not really a popular one because a lot of guys just like to just straight up drink the, the suspension version or just take the oral. So I don't recommend ever injecting Winstrol one way or the other guys. I just recommend either drinking it or taking the oral, like I said. So there makes absolutely no sense to inject the stuff when it's an extremely painful injection and it's not going to make any difference as, as, as far as whether it's the half-life or it, the, the effects it has on the body, either negative or positive. So it's exactly the same. The, the only, um, if you look back at the way guys used to use injectable Winstrol, some guys would inject it every other day. Other guys would inject it every day, once a day. Um, the only benefit uh, to injecting Winstrol in this way is that it, it'll, the water dissipates out of the depot pretty fast. Your body absorbs it pretty fast. And uh, the crystallized hormone is left in the depot there just for a little bit longer. So you get a, a bit of a slow release effect of, of, of from the muscle that you wouldn't get when you ingest it orally. But like Steve said, the benefits aren't that great. It's not like it's got a, an ester chain attached to it and it's going to um, release over days. It's really just a slow release, maybe enough to really only have to inject it once every 24 to 48 hours um, because it... Just the, the difference of the Winstrol going through your gut and being absorbed through the gut onto the, to your blood system or uh, being placed in between the muscles and having to escape that depot, I guess you could say, um, over, over time into the blood system. It, it, you get a, a bit of a slower release off of, um, off of the injection. And, uh, and that's the reason why they, they even existed, because the, the injection version of Winstrol was actually a, a prescription drug in, in Spain, I believe, from uh, Zambones that they were called back in the day. I don't think you could find them anymore. But uh, there were uh, you know, pharmaceutical-grade injectable Winstrol that was uh, injected you know, every, every other day or so. So chemically, guys, guys what prevents Winstrol from being obliterated in our body is the, uh, the, it's got an added methyl group. And uh, structurally, it's a three keto group is replaced by the A-ring of the hormone. That's what gives it its properties. That's why it's a DHT. Hey, don't mean to interrupt. Can you think of any other steroids that were produced by legit pharmaceutical labs uh, as injectables 
that were not, that didn't have an extra chain that were methylated. The, the, the only ones I can think of is, is Winstrol and maybe veterinarian grade Ref B back in the day, the, the, the Ref B, the, the Diana Bowl back in the day. But can you think of any other steroids that were produced for human use, approved somewhere for human use um, that were not sterified that came in injection? Maybe testosterone base? What else? Maybe, yeah, it's got just te testosterone suspension and maybe, uh, maybe uh, the trend, the trend no ester back, the, back in the day. The, yeah, I mean, some, yeah, I mean, it's very not, um, yeah, it's definitely not, not very common. Winstrel is, is very unique in that regard. It, it's probably the only steroid that was pharmaceutically approved and produced for human use for both injectable and oral with the exact same structure, no modification really when you think about it. Yeah, guys, and and what's cool about Winstrol, guys, DHT derivative. It's a straight of DHT derivative, uh, which is dihydrotestosterone. So, what DHT is, guys, if you take DHT from testosterone, about five percent of the the testosterone that you're producing in your body gets converted to dihydrotestosterone DHT. So, Winstrol is a straight DHT derivative. We're gonna talk about the side effects um, later on in this podcast. Um, but first, I want to get bring in Rick here. Um, athletically speaking, um, you know, let's say you're a boxer, MMA fighter. We've seen a lot of them get busted for Winstrol sprinters. Um, I, I, I feel like it's a combination of maybe, um, the whole Ben Johnson thing. So we have a lot of copycats going on, but also I think a lot of it has to do with athletically because it's a very dry compound. It's a DHT derivative, doesn't aromatize into estrogen. So that's why a lot of these athletes use it because they want to make weight boxers, MMA fighters, et cetera. So they want to get those um, anabolic and a little bit of androgenic properties without um, moving a weight class. So um, what's your uh, opinion on that, Rick? Why do, you, why do you think a lot of the athletes are, are using it? You know, even listening back to some of our podcasts, I realized that we, there might be a little bit of a confusion that we, that we give people here. The dosages for a steroid to help with your performance are much lower. You find that performance enhancement at, a, at the earlier dosages. The dosage that affects your aesthetics, the way you look, you find those, those results in the latter, the higher dosage. So when we discuss, you know, endurance athletes, runners and stuff using Turinobol, um, you know, the, the, the doping program where they were giving all these guys Turinobol. But then on the same podcast, we talk about how it gives you pumps and it makes it uncomfortable to to uh, to get around and do some cardio. The higher doses, when you go up over 20, 30, 40 megs of, of these uh, oral steroids, that's when you start getting some of those discomfort uh, side effects that, that are not going to contribute to your performance. When it comes to performance enhancing, uh, guys who are using Winstrol, they're using it at the lower doses, 10, 15, 20 megs a day tops, because at those doses, you're going to get an increase in strength without necessarily increasing your weight. It's one reason why it is popular with, with athletes because you could just, just take 10 megs of Winstrol a day. It'll increase your strength noticeably. You won't get an increase in, in weight. You might actually flush out some water weight on it at that weight. Now, when you start going 40, 50 megs a day, you're going to get more of the static aspect of it, but it's going to make your joints feel more brittle and more prone to injury. And now the water washing, you know, 
the water flushing now can actually affect hydration and, and other things in endurance athletes. So, yes, you will find windstroke being used by a lot of guys that want to be stronger um, without gaining weight. A sprinter, a sprinter would be good on windstroke, would see a marked improvement at 10, 15 megs per day. Once you go above that, uh, the steroid is not bringing you any more, really any more performance enhancement aspects. This, that's when the aesthetics, uh, when the way you now you look like you're on juice, uh, kicks in, and that's when you get the uncomfortable side effects. So hope that clears that up for previous podcasts and future. The other side effect you guys are going to notice on Winstrol, more than anything, is head hair loss. And that's because Winstrol, DHT in the body, fries head hair follicles. So your hair is going to start falling out. Um, what's interesting is even if you're not prone to hair loss, using Winstrol can really do a number on your hair. You'll grab the top of your hair in the shower and you'll look at your hand. You got tons of hair on your hand. You're like, what the hell is going on here? So that's the problem with it. And a lot of these drugs like finasteride and tasteride that guys think can help protect their hair does not because these 5-alpha reductase inhibitors, they're useless because what they do is actually prevent the metabolization of, of the uh, conversion of testosterone to DHT. But since Winstrol is already a DHT derivative, it's bypassing that. So using those drugs is not going to directly help you when it comes to Winstrol. So what I recommend guys do is you keep your dosages low. You keep the Winstrol very short period of time, maybe four to six weeks at most. And then you run the N2, it's a product called N2 Shampoo, which is something I run every day. And it really makes a huge difference, guys. And you want to get on that right away as soon as you start taking the Winstrol. Don't wait until the hair starts falling out. You want to be on that from day one. And that really makes a big difference. Um, Rick, uh, talk about some of the other side effects. If you want to talk about head hair, but talk about the pumps. You mentioned that earlier. Tell us a little bit about more uh, about the pumps and some of the other side effects on Winstrol, including the prostate issues that guys report on Winstrol and also the cholesterol strain that they report on Winstrol. And how can they, how can they, uh, help themselves, uh, prevent those side effects? Yes. All of those side effects are very common on Winstrol. Guys report all of the time. Uh, look, uh, liver, liver support, use my uh, N2Guard. I tell everybody for your hair, N2 shampoo. If you want to find the best place to, to purchase it, just N, uh, N is Nancy, the number two, shampoo.com. Just N2shampoo.com. It'll forward you to the best website where you can buy N2 shampoo today. Um, Winstrol does have side effects. It is, it is one of the more preferred steroids because it, it just, it seems to be side effect free in some ways. You're not worried about gynecomastia. You're not worried about water retention. You know, you're not worried about really having that juicer look. It's known to get you looking nice and dry, but it does have some internal side effects that you have to deal with. You have to be aware of uh, your diet has to be uh, great on it. Uh, you also don't want to abuse it and be on it more than four to six weeks because of issues with your liver, your lipid profiles, and all of those things, you want to come off of it after about, I would say, six weeks. And keeping your dose in the lower ranges, you know, 30 to 40 megs, staying under 50 a day. I've heard guys doing as much as 75, 100 megs a day. But um, just staying in the lower doses will help you get the aesthetics, the aesthetic results from it and not uh, have to uh, suffer any more 
of the harsher side effects. Uh, the hair loss and prostate, again, this is a uh, DHT derivative. It is going to affect those tissues unchanged. It doesn't need to come, to come in contact with the fiber reductase enzyme uh, to, to, be, to become a, a you know, stronger hormone. It already is, is in the body. So a lot of women that have issues with losing hair and steroids, Winstrol is, is one, hit, one steroid that will knock your hair out if you're a female out there. Also, if you're a guy and you have issues with hair loss, Winstrol will knock some of your hair out. Um, to me, I don't, it wasn't as bad as Trembolone was to me personally, but I, I used them at different time points in my life. So that could be a, a, a thing. And uh, yeah, you got to watch, watch your prostate on it as well. Even if you take uh, even if you take some of these uh, drugs to lower DHT, as, as Steve pointed out, those only work on steroids that need to first convert. Winstrol doesn't need to convert. It is going to affect those tissues unchanged. So um, watching your doses, your dosage, not, not going too high, making sure you don't use it for too long. Those are probably two of the best, uh, the best keys on it. Look, once you, whatever it does internally into your blood, once you get off this stuff, you'll be fine. But the two major side effects you really want to be careful with once, while you're using it is you don't want to lose a ton of hair, and you also don't want to hurt your joints. Uh, as long as you can dodge out of hurting yourself, putting up too much weight too quickly, and losing too much hair by overdoing the dosage, and not using uh, something to block it at the receptor site like into shampoo, um, then you know, you're, those, those are your two main concerns when we're talking about permanent stuff. Everything else with your blood, your liver, you can recover after cycle and still keep your, your benefits, your results, your progress that you got from it. So, All right, guys. I, I like 25 to 50 milligrams a day. Um, when I was using 50 milligrams a day of Winstrol, the side effects became really, really bad, especially when stacking. So um, I like to use it 20, I, I felt 25 milligrams of the job for me. If you got good quality Winstrol, 25 milligrams is plenty. Um, it's listed, the oral Winstrol is listed as an eight hour half-life. The injectable is, a, is almost a day half-life. Um, so a lot of guys, what they'll do with the oral is they'll, they'll dose the oral once a day or twice a day. And then the injectable, they'll, they'll dose that once a day. And that's, that's good to go. Um, detection times, guys, again, the oral is listed at three weeks and then the injectable is going to be listed at two months. But, um, you know, they are really good at busting people. So if you're an athlete, you know, listening to this and you're tested and you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to go out and take a Winstrol. Um, unfortunately, like they're, they're really getting good when it comes to busting people. So you may want to rethink that. Um, it's, it's not as easy as it used to be. And, um, you know, so, I, I've stacked Winstrol with different things. I stacked it with Trend one time. It was an absolute disaster. I was getting headaches every day. I was going bald. It's the first time in my life I actually had a bald spot running Trend and Winstrol together. Um, really, really bad cholesterol levels. My total cholesterol was like 225, 230, 240 even, the highest they've ever been in my life. Really, really harsh stack. I don't recommend stacking Winstrol with anything else harsh. I recommend either running it by itself or you run it with something very, very low to moderate side effects only. And that will prevent these side effects from having a domino effect. You really, really have to, uh, the misconception with Winstrol, okay? And we see this a lot because in the old days, Rick kind of touched on this earlier and I like that he said this. 
He mentioned that it doesn't aromatize into estrogen, so those side effects are off the table. And that is true. It's not going to give you the gynecomastia, the water retention, um, some of these other side effects that will domino effect. But, okay, just because it doesn't do that, a lot of guys in the old days, they'd say, oh, Winstrol is a very low side effect, mild steroid. And that, can't, that couldn't be further from the truth because it is extremely harsh steroid. So if you run this thing at more than 50 milligrams, if you run at 75 or 100 milligrams, I guarantee you that these side effects are going to be absolutely brutal. Another thing I recommend is if you have more than 10 or 11% body fat, don't run Winstrol because you're not going to get enough out of it to make it worth it because your body fat's too high. Winstrol is a dry compound. It's a polisher. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to dry you out. So if you have low body fat, you're really going to look good on the beach. You're going to pop out those abs and all that good stuff. But if you're over 10, 11%, 12% body fat, you're wasting your time in my opinion because your muscles are going to be covered up by fat. You're not going to be able to see anything anyway. So don't waste your time. It's great for if you're very lean, you want to be more vascular, you want to pop those muscles out, you want to get cut. That's what it's good for. It's good for finishing off cycles ahead of a competition in front, in front of a modeling shoot or a photo shoot, something like that. But a typical gym rat who just likes going to the gym four or five times a week and lifting weights, I don't see a purpose in using Winstrol. And, you know, that's my opinion. It's just a straight opinion from me, guys. A lot of, a lot of you may disagree. A lot of you have different experiences. But I think there's better options than using Winstrol in those situations. So really, Winstrol is one of those steroids. It's really, really good if you're a competitor, model, or you do photos or something like that. But if you're a gym rat, I don't think it's a good steroid. Rick, do you agree with that or you disagree? When it comes to aesthetics, to looks, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're over 10% body fat, just why use Winstrol? You know, Winstrol is to, to polish up because it gives you that dryness, that, that dryness from water retention. And if you're below 10% and you're going into a photo shoot competition or whatever, it's going to make a huge difference in just making your skin drier. It really dries you up. And, but if you're not below 10%, uh, you could use other compounds, in my opinion, much better to get to 10% because that, that water flushing effect, that dryness, it's only momentary. It's while the windstroll is in your system. So it's not really a, a, a permanent kind of water loss. Now, when it comes to performance, if you're looking for strength for a more, you know, faster contractions, running, lifting, whatever, then you're looking at lower dosages. You're looking at staying under 20 mg to just get the maximum results from it, 15 mg. And, <clears throat> and then at that point, if you're competing, it doesn't kind of matter what you look like. It just matters if you can perform. And so the, I can see people who are using it for comp competition, you, you know, being over 10, 12% body fat. And what I mean competing is weightlifting, running, whatever. I can see that. Um, and I can see guys who are planning to be to look a certain way by a certain date and are below 10% using it to polish off and get, get that help get that little bit of extra water out of the skin, out from under the skin. But if you're not in either of those scenarios, you, you might be better served with a different steroid that's cheaper, maybe, you know. Um, I, don't, I don't see much of a place for Winstrol and a guy, you know, in the low teens or high teens body fat that is just trying to 
trying to cut down and it's not competing, not doing anything. It just, I, I think there are other better steroids uh, for you than, than the Winstrol. So a couple of uh, things I want to add too. We didn't really touch on it too much. And, and one thing I want to add about Winstrol, because Winstrol is in that short list of steroids that women will use. Winstrol, Anavar, Primobolin. When it comes to Winstrol and Primo, both, uh, maybe women have used it because it doesn't give them that hair growth and, and the thickening of the voice and the clitoris growth. Maybe they, they don't do those things, but they will knock your hair out as a girl. You know, as a girl, you're going to be really sensitive to these compounds. So that's something to keep in mind. Anavar won't do that. Anavar won't cause any of the secondary male characteristic side effects. And, and it won't knock your hair out either. But Winstrol, Winstrol will. When, at, at its worst, in most women, it'll, it'll knock their hair out. And it'll uh, maybe make uh, hair grow a tiny bit in, in the face, which I've seen it here or there. But it's one of the reasons why women use it, use it because it, it, um, it doesn't have the other side effects. So I want to make it clear, too, I said earlier about, about stacking Winstrol. One of the benefits of stacking it is it really binds well to sex hormone binding globulin, SHBG. So if you stack it in some testosterone or, you know, something, give it a little kick, you know, give, that, give it a little kick, you'll get some really, really good results on it. You don't have to run very much. So that's one of the benefits of Winstrol. One of the other benefits of Winstrol too, even if you're a gym rat, remember I said, you know, you don't need to use it for gym rat, but let's say you are one of those guys, you like to go to the gym and just fucking, you know, do bicep curls in front of the mirror and kind of mire yourself and have other people mire you. Well, in that case, Winstrol is a good option because Winstrol gives some, some tremendous pumps, the, the classic Winnie pumps as it's known. Um, so you'll be, you'll be doing your biceps in front of the mirror and your bicep will be popping out, your vasculature, your veins will be popping out of your bicep, your, you do calves, your calves will be popping out of your legs. You know, it's fantastic, you know, for that. So if you're one of those guys who just like to mire and, uh, you know, whack off to yourselves in the gym and, um, then a, hey, you know, Winstrol could be good for you, even if you're just a gym rat. So th those are the options for you, um, for, for Winstrol, but if you like to go running and you are running and those pumps start hitting you, ooh, that's going to hurt. Or if you're doing MMA or if you're a boxer or something like that and you're boxing, you're, you're doing MMA, those pumps kick in, ooh, it can backfire. So you want to be careful. So you might want to might try it out. Don't like use it unless you really, really try it out. And taurine is a good bet with it. N2 Guard does have taurine in it. So if you're using your N2 guard with it, that's going to help with the pumps and not make the pumps devastating. Um, you're not going to be able to run very far on Winstrol, by the way. So, you know, if you, if you run like mile, one mile, two mile, three mile, if you're a 5K runner, 10K runner, no, 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 Winstrol is a bad choice. So don't fall for the whole Ben Johnson used it and he was a runner. No, no, no. Sprinting is not like running. You're not going to make it very far when you're using Winstrol because the pumps are devastating. Just to throw something else in, guys, the way Winstrol acts, and I've discussed this with, with a couple of guys that really know their stuff, uh, some people I respect, the way that Winstrol acts, it seems almost like it was a, a estrogen receptor antagonist. Like it, it, it's going into, into some tissues, taking up estrogen receptors, but not activating them. This is why you get some of the water flushing effects 
which is what tends to happen. You get dry when, you're, when your estrogen is low. This is why maybe you get some of the brittleness in the joints, which also tends to happen with your estrogen is, is low. Um, it, it's a, a bit of the opposite effect that anadrol has, which we just discussed on uh, two podcasts ago. Anadrol will attach to estrogen receptors and actually activate them, create a signal. This is why you can get gynecomastia from anadrol and you can get um, water retention from anadrol even though it doesn't aromatize. And I think that's from, like, again, talking of some very smart folks, we think this is what goes on with Winstrol, that to a degree, it does act as a receptor, as a, it's a serm almost, you know, almost the, like taking up the place of, of estrogen. This is why it flushes you out, makes you brittle. So um, when you use it to really gain those effects and really see what you can see out of it, you want to be in the lower body fat percentages like Steve and I discussed. I, unless you're, unless you're really get, trying to get that look, I, I wouldn't use it. I don't use it much. Um, I've used it a couple of times. Again, just to say I did, just to experiment on myself. But I mean, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't quite find a, a much of a, a place for it for me. I do like how it helps flush water, but at the same time, it's. I just thought I felt like I needed a pretty high dose for it to, to be, to really affect the way I look. And I would get some side effects at the higher dosage. So um, just the way I, f- I felt about it. So just wanted to throw that in there because I, I just remembered as we're going through this um, about why it, it behaves that way. So, Yeah, and joint, joint issues. Um, and Rick, what Rick just said is why Rinstrol gives you really bad joint issues. So elbows, your elbows, your knees, your, maybe your ankles, shoulders, all that stuff starts cracking when you're on Winstrol. Because exactly what Rick said. It dries your joints out a lot. So you want to make sure when you're using Winstrol, guys, you're using very, very caution not to injure yourself. Because if you're using, if you got dry joints and you're lifting weights with dry joints, you know, that can, that can cause injury and it it happens a lot. So, you know, if you're a power lifter, Winstrol is probably not a good option for you for that reason. You know, you can really, really hurt yourself. I recommend into joint RX. That's what I use if I ever touch Winstrol. Because that's gonna that's gonna help with with your joints. It's got a lot of natural ingredients to help with your joints. So really, really good option there. Yoga, stretching, all lubricate the joints. When you lift weights, it dries your joints. When you take Winstrol, it dries your joints. So you gotta you gotta offset that, guys. Use your N2 joint RX. Make sure you're eating a lot of good fats and make sure you're doing some stretching and some yoga, and that will lubricate your joints right back. Very, very important. Never abuse Winstrol, guys. I mentioned it earlier, but um, a lot of guys, they don't want to listen to this because they don't understand. But Winstrol should not be ran longer than four to six weeks at most because it's extremely brutal on the body. So you really, really got to be aware of that. It's, it, it's really bad on your joints, on your hair, on your liver, on your cholesterol, on your prostate, and go on and on. It's very, very harsh steroid. So be very, very careful when you use it. And when you stack it, be very, very careful as well. Final words, Rick, before we close up. Don't abuse it. You know, don't abuse steroids. Uh, Don't use them too soon. Uh, Somebody asked me this the other day, uh, what they should do about their first cycle. I said, look, just don't start too soon. Have you been training natural for five years to eight years, about five to eight years? Natural, hard training, good, good habits, good technique. Have you? If you haven't, don't start too soon. Same thing with Winstrol. 
it's Winstrol is right up there with Anabar. Famous is, is the steroid that does all these great things, but it doesn't hurt you. It'll hurt you too. You know, most steroids that you take can have side effects that'll last for years after you get off of them. We discussed this in about 10, 15 podcasts ago. We discussed uh, some guys who'd done a, a one or two steroid cycles and their pituitary gland never recovered for years after their LH and FSH levels were, were off even for years after getting off the steroids. So just don't abuse all this stuff, guys. Uh, make sure you know you could. This next cycle could give you an issue that it could take years for you to bounce back from. So just, just know what you're doing out there. Yeah, and Winstrol does shut you down just like every other anabolic steroid guy. So a post-cycle therapy, very, very important. I don't know why people think that because something doesn't aromatize into estrogen or, or whatever that – that you shouldn't run a PCT. Every steroid, guys, you need to run a PCT. So it's very, very important. So that is it, guys. Evolution.org podcast for Steve Smee and Rick. We'll talk to you guys next week with another episode. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.